Joining us on the line is the warden of Zimcoe County, George Cornell. George, thank you for joining us this morning. My pleasure, and uh, good morning, John and Melanie. Glad to be here again. Uh, let's get right down to it. Lots to talk about, of course, uh, from the uh, county's perspective. How are we doing in response to the pandemic? Uh, you know, I know the, 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 the county's been very active in trying to support uh, certainly their own initiatives, but what the municipalities are doing, too. No, absolutely. Uh, that, that's a big part of our role is to uh, communicate with the municipalities, uh, to help share best practices, Obviously, now we're at a stage uh, with the province uh, entering their phase one, so slowly reopening things, and we're thinking about that as municipalities and at the county, putting our plans in place, but certainly as uh, as guided and uh, as directed uh, through our um, public health uh, professionals that, you know, we do want to do this in a very methodical, slow way to make sure that we are... Uh, First and foremost, ensuring the protection of uh, our residents and staff uh, as we move forward. We're still uh, technically in a state of emergency as far as the county is concerned. We are indeed, uh, and the province for that matter. uh, Well, some of the emergency orders certainly have been extended uh, in terms of the state of an emergency uh, at the provincial level and uh, at the county. uh, That continues as it does with some of the municipalities as well. Uh, within the county. Do you think that it's going to stay or still be declared a, an emergency status until the province decides to lift? Is that kind of the 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 way of, of, of how it's going to go? I think that's uh, a fair uh, assessment. Uh, we have uh, since the beginning kind of looked to the province for their uh, guidance and, and again I think uh, the province has uh, very much uh, looked to the uh, medical officers of health for their guidance and their insight as to uh, how things are unfolding and therefore to what degree things can progress. So uh, to your point, Melanie, I think absolutely the states of emergency will stay in place until we see some indication uh, further from those areas. There's been a relaxing, as, as we mentioned, on, on some of those uh, uh, those protocols. Um, businesses are opening, uh, you know, with based under all kinds of scrutiny, but uh, there, there's going to be some opening. Are we looking at opening some services within the, the Simcoe County? I'm thinking like landfill sites, that kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah, maybe I can just touch uh, on that from a health perspective. Absolutely. We've heard, as I mentioned, phase one, the province has started to open up some services, and that's uh, translated to uh, the municipal and county level. Um, but what we want to do is, uh, as we just chatted about, just remind ourselves that we are still in a, uh, a state of an emergency with regards to uh, the province, the county, and municipalities. And while we flatten the curve, we still hear and we see the evidence of new cases are coming every day. So we do want to re-emphasize with our uh, residents and visitors that anyone exhibiting symptoms, including a cough, fever, or shortness of breath, must self-isolate. Again, washing your hands often, um, exercise, but recognize and practice physical distancing. Stay at home as much as you can, and certainly avoid uh, social gatherings and crowds. So we were chatting off air. The weather obviously is finally starting to get a little nicer and people are going to be outside a little more. And we just encourage folks to uh, respect that physical distancing and the healthcare guidelines to uh, to ensure that we uh, minimize uh, the number of new cases that we experience and that uh, there are a number of online services that we at the county have made available. So while we have a, a beautiful region and we all appreciate that, um, we ask that folks try to do their best to enjoy that from their home and online. Uh, and that includes our museum and our uh, 
County Archives uh, that we've uh, got lots of information and resources available on Simcoe.ca for those resources. And specifically, uh, sorry to go on here, John, just to catch up on, on landfills, uh, because yes, uh, waste management is a very important topic and uh, service for our residents. And in the beginning, we had to actually shut down all the landfills, and then they were declared essential services, so we opened up some. And then just uh, last week at County Council, we agreed to open up all but one of our landfill sites, and this includes the Collingwood, Collingwood landfill site, which will operate Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8.30 to 3.30, and the Nottawasaga landfill will remain open Monday to Fridays from 8.30 to 3.30. But again, these are really only for urgent uh, drop-offs. So we would ask our residents to, uh, I know you're busy, you're at home, you've got lots of projects going on. So we'd ask you to do your best to store those materials until we get back to a a more normal situation. But if there is a need to get to uh, a landfill to dispose of some materials, um, those they are available under restricted hours. And we have um, extensive safety protocol in place at the landfill, again, to protect you, our residents, and our staff. Just before we leave the COVID conversation, I do want to ask uh, the hardest hit and certainly the most uh, tense areas for COVID are our long-term care facilities and extended care facilities. Uh, how are we looking in terms of the county with regards to that? Yeah, well, thank you. And absolutely. Uh, I think we've seen it worldwide. We've certainly seen it provincially here in Ontario, the impact on our uh, long-term, long-term care facilities and those uh, vulnerable residents. Um, We at the county uh, are very fortunate. Um, To date, we have not had a positive case of uh, COVID-19 at any of the four long-term care facilities. We have over a thousand residents living in those facilities and um, we're doing everything in our power to keep it that way. So uh, obviously a a shout out to our staff and management with respect to long-term care and certainly those frontline workers, our nurses, PSWs and the caregivers. Um, you may have heard that the uh, the province had mandated uh, testing uh, for all of the staff and residents on long-term care facilities. We have completed that here at the county, and uh, we are still waiting for some of those results, but uh, the majority of the results are in, and again, uh, so far we are COVID-free with regards to the testing, and um, we, uh, we understand that obviously the officials are quite happy with those results because uh, there was an expectation that we might see more positive results from those folks that are asymptomatic. Uh, But as I say, at this point, uh, not the case. I do understand that the uh, Collingwood nursing home here in in Collingwood uh, has had a few positive cases and certainly um, our our thoughts are with the family and the residents and of course the staff are, uh, as as I said, doing such amazing work and and we hope that they'll have uh, better news soon. But uh, as far as the county run and managed uh, long-term long-term care facilities, uh, so far uh, no COVID uh, nineteen positive cases. Another fallout from COVID nineteen, of course, is the economic impact that it's it's having and going to continue to have. The uh, the uh, federal government has has brought in some measures. The province has. Uh, I know some of the municipalities are doing some measures. Are we doing anything from a, a Simcoe County standpoint uh, to help uh, stimulate the economy and help those who are, are the hardest hit right now? Uh, we are indeed. We uh, we have a, a significant economic development department at the county. Uh, we have a subcommittee which is made up of council members and we are meeting regularly to review that. We have completed two surveys across the county of businesses 
uh, to ask and uh, research what their concerns are, what their needs are. We have uh, set up portals on our website with respect to the various programs that are available because a big part of the challenge for businesses was being able to navigate through the various programs and understand the programs and and what the criteria was to access those programs. Um, We have also identified over 19 uh, companies throughout the county that have what we call pivoted. So they've um, recognized the need with respect to, in particular, PPE equipment, and they've been able to change their manufacturing processes to manufacture masks, face guards, that sort of thing, and provide those uh, to the community. Um, And as well, uh, we've set up um, that through that portal, there are resources to help businesses, uh, again, uh, learn from each other, understand best practices. We convene uh, manufacturing roundtables virtually, again, to uh, hear from businesses in terms of what their experiences are and what their challenges are. And um, and most recently did that with the um, our public health unit to uh, help them understand some of the guidelines, in particular with the reopening, uh, what they should be thinking about and how they can put plans in place to have a responsible reopening. And I think the public has heard from the Premier and I think needs to understand that while a number of things are have been identified that can reopen, uh, the Premier was quite clear that uh, if you're not ready to reopen them, by all means, uh, take the time to be ready, again, to protect the public and to protect your staff. Last week was Nurses Week. Coming up next week, uh, we shift our attention to the paramedic services. We do indeed. And again, thank you for the opportunity last Friday to uh, participate uh, in thanking the nurses. And next week is paramedic services. And it's, uh, and it's very fitting that we recognize our amazing paramedics for continuing to answer the call. Uh, during the COVID-19, the county, we've expanded our paramedicine program and paramedics are supporting the health unit uh, with COVID testing. Um, a couple of things that uh, staff had asked me to uh, share with our residents, and, and what we're seeing is on the paramedic front that their call volume is actually down, but when they are um, called out and they arrive on the scene, they're seeing a much more acute situation, so mm-hmm. that folks are in much more difficulty, if you will, than under normal uh, circumstances. So. The sense is that folks are reluctant to call 911, and obviously we would think that there's some concern or apprehension with regards to COVID-19, but just want to reassure residents that uh, that is not the case. Um, Our paramedics, they're screened for COVID before every shift. They are fully um, decked out, if you will, in their PPE, and they use extensive sanitation measures. And similarly, our hospitals and emergency departments, they all have very, very strong measures in place to screen and separate patients. So please, um, if you are in difficulty and you need medical assistance, don't hesitate to call 911 and our paramedics uh, will respond appropriately. George Cornell, Warden of Simcoe County, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for joining us here in Talk to the Town. And my pleasure as always and always. And maybe once again, I just uh, remind folks that we do have a personal protection equipment donation program for our frontline workers. And you can find out more about that on Simcoe.ca. And not to forget our local food banks who are under Mm. uh, significant pressure to uh, provide resources to uh, those in need. And again, uh, 211, a tremendous resource if uh, you have any questions or need some guidance. So thank you again for your time, John and Melanie. George, thank you for joining us.